It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 109. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm absolutely pumped up to bring you today's guest on our episode, Gopher freshman guard Cam Christie, one of the top freshman men's college basketball players, not just in the Big Ten, but in all of the country. He's averaging 11.3 points per game, second best on the team, and has hit a number of big shots this season. He's helped the Golden Gophers do a 16-9 overall record, now 7-7 in the Big Ten, and heading into Thursday's big home game against Ohio State. You're going to love hearing from a rising Gopher star, Cam Christie, on episode 109. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Hey, make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Of course, CEO Brian Slipka was at the Gopher Rutgers game this past Sunday, enjoying that big Minnesota victory over the Scarlet Knights. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a big sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast. Life math is complicated, and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus also sponsors our player profile segment, supporting student-athletes like Cam Christie, who will get a Visa gift card from Affinity Plus for his appearance this week. Thank you to Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. We're podcasting episode 109 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so and free to go back and listen to previous shows as well. Last week, for example, we had a great conversation with legendary John Anderson, who started his 49th and final season with Gopher Baseball this past week. You can go back, have a listen. So many great things to hear in our chat. This week, we're talking Gopher basketball with the popular Cam Christie. He joins me next. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. Episode number 109, it's the Go Gopher podcast, and man, I'm excited to have Gopher freshman guard Cam Christie with us from Arlington Heights, Illinois, and having just a killer year here and a great stretch of basketball for the Gophers now, 16-9 and nine overall, 7-7 seven and seven in the Big Ten. As we talk here midday Wednesday, the day before a big game with the Buckeyes, I know maybe some people will catch this uh, podcast after that game, maybe later in the weekend, but uh, that's as we're talking, just to set the stage and cam thanks for coming on good to see you yes thank you for having me on there i'm super excited to talk how much um fun has this been for you as a freshman to kind of get to know your teammates to get settled in and then to have some success both as a team and and personally um i would say it's just been it's been a ton of fun i mean i i've, I've loved every second of it so far just 
um, getting to know new people, getting to know new teammates, all that stuff, and then also just learning how to play a new style of basketball, just getting better each and every day, and then obviously the team success and the individual success coming. You know, it's it's been great. So I really enjoyed my experience here so far. What uh, was it like? Um, you know, high school star. Um, you move in in you know the the middle of the summer, I guess, and then you have to forge relationships with guys that mm-hmm. maybe you've met. Time or two. Now you're living with them and yep. teammates with them. What uh, what's a, what was that transformation like uh, going back months now? Um, it's definitely been. It was a whirlwind at first. You know, it's a it's a lot coming at you. Obviously, to get acclimated to a new state. You know, living you know living on yourself uh, for the first time. Um, so all that stuff. It was it was definitely fun. I had great people to help me through. You know, with my teammates and then coaches and staff and stuff like that. But I mean, it was it was a wild transition. So. But, you know, I'm here now. You know, it's been great. It's been great. So I can't really complain. There were some uh, additional newcomers. Um, you were um, one of, I think, right, the only freshman. But then there were other transfers that were new as well. Did you guys kind of create a special bond, too, all uh, kind of experiencing the same things? Yeah, yeah. no, we definitely did. Um, I'm really close with, with all the guys, you know, Mike, Elijah, Jack, all those transfers, stuff like that. So, you know, definitely, uh, definitely created some special bonds. But everybody was included in everything. Everybody who was here did a great job of including all the new new guys and stuff like that. So it was, it was good. How important do you think maybe that time was in terms of building? And then even in the non-conference, right, um, just to, to build some some chemistry and find out what everybody was about on and off the court? Uh, I would say it was very important. Obviously, you know, you want to have great team chemistry. You, you know, you want to be with guys that you really love playing with, love being around off uh, off the court. So, you know, just developing that bond was, was really special. And I think it's really shown as the as the season has gone on, you know, we really, really do play for each other and want to see each other succeed. And I think that's showing on the court. We mentioned tomorrow as we talk is the the Ohio State game and as you guys sit here 16 and 9 as we mentioned 7 and 7 Buckeyes coming off of that win against Purdue. They had kind of obviously gone into a little bit of a tailspin there since you guys played them back in December and I, I think what a different looking situation it is really for both teams now. You guys yep. were still trying to at that point find yourselves. Mm-hmm. I thought you found yourselves the next game, Nebraska. I thought yeah. that was the turning point of the whole deal that come from behind uh, win in that game but um, think back to that game and how different it is now what what have maybe been the the, the special things that have that have uh, turned you guys uh, you know turn the corner so to speak yeah um, I mean it's it's very different I was actually just talking to one of my coaches about it just yesterday talking about how you know how I think I'm such a different player and how I think the team is just you know a completely different team but um, I think over time, it's just been, you know, just gelling. Obviously, that was our first Big Ten game. And with a lot of the new transfers and then the freshmen like myself and stuff like that, not a lot of us had um, much experience playing in a Big Ten game. So I think that was a factor for sure. But then, you know, as time's gone on, we've gained a lot of experience. You know, we've learned what each other's good at, uh, how to put each other in positions to succeed and stuff like that. So I think that's been a, a very important part to our success recently. I'm going to throw a, my, my personal theory at you. And if you think it's stupid, that's fine. A lot of people think <laughs> yeah. I'm stupid. But I thought, you know, that Ohio State game, uh, in thinking back to it, uh, Dawson scores 36. Mm-hmm. And I think even early, because you guys are trying to feel out the situation, there was a lot of deferring to Dawson because he's best player on the team, leading right. scorer, uh, a returner. Um, and then he got hurt in that Nebraska game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it seemed to me as I observed that you and Mike Mitchell and, and Elijah and others were like, okay, okay, it's us now. Yeah. And maybe... In a weird way, I mean, nobody wants to wish injury, and I'm sure Dawson mm-hmm. limping around with that ankle wasn't really <laughs> having a great time there and then having to watch and not play. But maybe 
there was um, some benefit to that in that you guys were able to kind of create some identity, build some confidence um, without him for those whatever it was, four mm-hmm. games. Had success, uh, set an all-time assist record with Elijah, I think, in one of those games. All that stuff. And then Dawson comes back. Maybe there's a feeling out period to yeah. now reestablish everything. Mm-hmm. And Dawson still is your leading scorer and yep. leading rebounder. But now everybody else feels good about what's mm-hmm. going on. Maybe? Yeah, that's, that's that's not crazy to say for sure. I mean, obviously, um, with Dawson going out, we had to find a way to win without you know our best player and stuff like that. So people had to step up. People had to make plays. You know, that's why I think people figured out. You know, like we're able to compete at this level. Obviously, with a bunch of new transfers coming in, they never played there like myself and stuff like that. So um, I think that's where a lot of people figured out that they can really do stuff here. And then you know, with us winning that game, it was a huge confidence booster and showing like, okay, like you know, we're we're legit. You know, we can we can really do this. Yeah, I thought guys, I thought Mitchell particularly in that second half just decided to heck with it. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to play bully ball. I'll push guys around. We're going to do what you do. You're hitting big shots. Elijah's like, we got to do whatever we got to do. And then uh, I thought that changed things. And not nothing's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys yeah. are, are uh, humans, not robots. But um, to me, it seemed like that second half, um, without him, um, you guys stepped up, mm-hmm. hit shots. Um, the moment for you has not been too big. How do you think you were prepared for that I mean what prepared you for that I guess is maybe a better way to to put it um I would say just believing in all the hours that I put in obviously you know these are these are games and moments that you dream of as a kid so you know when you get there you can't be nervous you know these are things that you've always wished for so just being ready to to make the play you know believing in all the work that you put in you know you're put in this position for a reason people believe in you so just going out there and uh just trying to prove yourself and everybody else right that you know you you belong i've observed this as well i i, I watch i watch stuff <laughs> you're usually when i uh, either am coming to a practice or a shoot around either the first or second guy out there usually the first um, and usually maybe one of the last guys. You have managers uh, rebounding for you, mm-hmm. and you're working on shots. You're working – and it's not just shots. A lot of guys will go out and shoot, but yeah. you'll jab step. You'll work on some footwork, spin, whatever. Um, has that just been always part of, of how you go about your, your basketball life? Yeah, no, it definitely has been. Um, obviously, my family has instilled in me hard work since I was a kid. And then, you know, you can never get complacent. You know, you're playing – you know, you think you're playing good. You can always be playing better, stuff like that. So it's just always wanting more, you know – wanting more, just wanting to be better, help the team win, seeing more in yourself, stuff like that. So just always, always working and knowing that, you know, you can always improve. What, um, Obviously, you had a natural gift. How? When did you first pick up a ball? When did you figure out? Okay, I, I'm I'm I may be better than the rest of my my uh, kids my age here. Uh, let's see. I think I started basketball. I think it was in like first grade or something like that. And then obviously, I mean, you aren't really good at basketball until like <laughs> eighth grade, freshman year of high school, kinda. So I would say um, around then is when I realized, okay, like you know, I think I really enjoy doing this. I'm I think I'm halfway decent at it, so I think I should see uh, see where it can take me. Yeah, and the skill set uh, evolved, and and then you grow. Your mom's tall, so that helps. Mm-hmm. You got you got high. You're you were I was looking six five. You were listed as a senior in high school, so apparently you've grown an inch. You're yep. six six now, so yep. that's good. Every you had the long wingspan as mm-hmm. well. Um, meaningful games. Coach Johnson has talked about that. Ben Johnson said that, you know, you get to this part of the year and you want to be uh, you know, in meaningful games, and you are now at this point, and there is I mean, you look, there's a path. I mean, I don't know how far ahead you want to get. How do you handle this now in terms of um, you know, there's there's something at the end of the tunnel there. Uh, you know, you hope it's the ultimate, um, and these are meaningful games. Yes, no, for sure. Obviously, these are games that you want to be able to put yourself in position to, to play in. You know, you want to be able to 
play for something at the end of the year, you know, whether that be the tournament, stuff like that. But it's also just, you know, taking it one game at a time because you can't focus on all the other games in the future and then just, you know, not show up for the one tomorrow, for example, and lose because that would really hurt. So it's just um, taking one game at a time, just believing in the team, knowing that, you know, we have the ability to, to make some noise here. So just constantly focusing on one day at a time. And uh, from from that standpoint, then, um, you've become, I mean, you're the second leading scorer on the team. You've hit big shots. You've had, um, you know, key overtime plays. Um, and, and the Freshman of the Week award in the Big Ten once. We, Michelle Train Traversy from Communications there joking, like, come on, some, <laughs> there's been a few weeks there. Let, let, let's get Cam some more. I don't know, you get a certificate? I don't know. Certificate? Who knows? Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> but whatever it is, um, and I know that probably is, is not all that in your own mind for the moment isn't all that big, but has you're confident. You talked about that. You, you rely on, on your training, but has it come, this is going to sound silly, but has it come easier than you thought, or did you know what? to expect when you, you hit the court like yeah man from almost you know the first game you're scoring 18 points mm-hmm. you know um I would say I wouldn't say it's come easier than I thought obviously uh there's a transition period for sure at the beginning of the year it was just me kind of you know figuring out my role on the team you know what I'm able to do what I need to work on stuff like that and then as time went on you know it's just constantly in a little steps in confidence and figuring out what you can do and then I had um that one a really good game against Penn State. And then after that, it was kind of just like, okay, like this is just what I have to replicate every game. So I'm just going to keep doing that every single time on the court. And then uh, that's where it's got me so far. So hoping to keep it going. Yeah, I thought you mentioned that Penn State game. Just again, in in observing, uh, I thought that second half especially, obviously you guys were behind and then just made this great second half. I forget, it was a 52 to 27 or something. I think you guys outscored them. Um, And I I did think you were the the, the leader there, the catalyst with that. What, What do you think, I don't know, is it a switch or is it just like, I mean, you were rebounding, you're deflecting balls, you're scoring, you had a, a, a complete game. Mm, yeah, uh, I would say we were down too much at the half. And obviously that was a game that I felt like we needed to win in order to keep, you know, keep the confidence in the team going. So I was like, okay, like everybody, in, you know, we've been playing better in the second half at that point in the season. And it was just, I mean, shots were just falling. You know, I was just felt like I was playing really good defense, stuff like that. So I was kind of just in the flow. I was kind of just, you know, like out there hooping basically and it ended up, you know, working. And so it was good. And then do you get like some validation out of like, okay, this is what I can do. Yeah, no, like, for sure. For let's, sure. Let's do this yeah. most nights. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and now, not that you hadn't, because I mean, I think I'm looking like you had double figures. I don't know all but like three games in the last 15 or whatever it is. So it's um, it, it's been it's been cool. Um, take me back to the recruiting process. You mentioned you know you started to realize, hey, I'm pretty good at this when you hit the eighth or ninth grade, and then your brother went through you know a high level recruitment mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you drew some stuff from that, and your your parents and him probably helped you along. But um, take me through the process when you first started. Okay, all right. This is gonna. Be, I'm gonna be a Division One player here. Now mm-hmm. we have to determine how we want to handle visits and yeah. where we're going and who do we like and who are the finalists. Yeah, I would that. say I think coaches are allowed to contact you like sometime summer of your junior year of high school or something. So that's when uh, when it started for me personally. And then obviously we had already developed a lot of relationships with a bunch of the colleges from just from uh, my brother's recruitment and all that stuff. So um, I was lucky enough to you know already kind of know a lot of the people and be familiar with uh, recruitment and stuff like that. And then I would just say, as time went on, I think Minnesota, I'm not exactly sure when they started contacting me, but we were like, you know, like, obviously you want to keep my options open, even though Max went to Michigan State or whatever, like, I, I'm going to be my own thing. So came here on a visit to Minnesota, really liked it, really liked the coaching staff like that they were doing. 
And then as the year went on, you know, they just kept showing their their faith and belief in me. And I think that really, really got to me. And I was like, okay, like this is where I want to be. So Yeah. And I remember seeing you at some of those practices and at some games and shoot arounds. And what um, what about the coaching staff was able that you felt it was a good meshing point for you guys that, okay, this is because you had obviously had all kinds of opportunities, mm-hmm. including, frankly, some programs at that point that were maybe, you know, at a, at a level that was um, – you were coming into a situation where yeah. place won nine games, and mm-hmm. now you need to create your own legacy, so to speak. But h- how did the mesh point? What was what was clicking between you and the staff? Um, I don't know. I just thought I really liked the way that they coached. I really liked the way that they handled um, their team, their program, just the players, stuff like that. I just, you know, I really liked the way that they were going about their business, even though maybe they weren't having as much success as they thought as they thought they would. But you know, I really liked that, and I really liked the vision that they had planned for me and the belief that they had for me. I mean, they really showed that they thought I could be something special. So, I mean, I, that combined with the opportunity here, I just thought it was too much to pass up on. Was there something in a weird way kind of attractive, too, about, hey, I'm going to get in. Uh, I like this coaching staff. Um, no one has high expectations, but I want to be, in terms of the outside, inside, mm-hmm. I know that they, they felt good about maybe where things were headed. But I can be part of, you know, the foundation of where this thing can head. Yeah, no, that was definitely a factor for sure. Um, I would say even in high school, um, when my brother first got there, they weren't, you know, we weren't really like a crazy, like known for basketball school. And then um, I got there and then we kind of flipped it around as the years went on and kind of, you know, they're still doing good this year and stuff like that. And then I just thought, you know, that was, I mean, it was a lot of fun to, to be able to be a part of that, that core. And then I thought, you know, why not, why not come do it at a, at the college level? Yeah. So. Well, we mentioned that obviously the, the, with your brother, Matt, the clear Michigan State connection. Your mom played at Northwestern, and I think you guys were ball boys, right, at some yeah. Northwestern yep. games and stuff. So how heavy were they involved? And um, in that whole process, when you have family connections, how much pressure, if at all, did you get from them to say, hey, here's where you should go, or here's, or how much uh, freedom did they allow you with this uh, with this decision? Um, so first, I would say Northwestern, they were definitely involved. Obviously, um, I've known them since probably the first college I even remember going to, sure. uh, watching all their games, stuff like that. You know, I have, still have a good relationship with all the coaches and stuff like that, so it's always fun to play against them and, you know, be able to talk to them and stuff like that. But I would say, pressure-wise, I mean, I had, I had no pressure. My parents did a great job of just um, making sure I knew it was my decision. They didn't want any effect or pass on anything like that. So I think they did a good job of making sure that I had no pressure and just believing in me to make the right decision. So now we're uh, many months into your college career, still a freshman, but now we're getting to that point where, you know, you've got the experience. Has it has what you had hoped in terms of what the staff would be and where this program would head? Has it kind of met what you had hoped, the expectations? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously, there were little bumps in the road in early in the season, but I mean, that's to be expected. There's no perfect season or anything like that so I would say I mean overall yeah I mean it's been it's been everything I've expected it to be I really like the way that we're playing right now you know we're, we're getting better with each and every game towards the conclusion of the season and that's that's how you want it to be so yeah. I forgot I forgot too right at the start you got you were sick mono or something right? Yeah. trying to overcome that yeah, as yeah. a freshman and trying to get your stamina back that yeah. couldn't have been easy as to throw that in the mix of the, yes, of the no, it was, it uh, transition. Yes, no, it was very, very annoying. But um, it was just another <laughs> obstacle I had to tackle and came out came out stronger. Yeah, so. and here we are now uh, all these months later. Um, we, 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 I want to ask you about, uh, you know, your family. We've talked about your mom and dad and your brother here a little bit. Um, and uh, let's start with your brother. Uh, he's been, I think he was at the game Sunday, right? I yep. think I saw him. Yep. They, they sneak up behind. I don't yeah. want to give away their location, <laughs> but I know they sneak up behind. They like to, I think they like that bird's eye view a little bit yeah. from up there. I, I think I saw your dad there too. But um, 
what 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 how much has he helped and how much um, motivation does he also provide? Probably even going back, right? The little brother always wants mm-hmm. to beat the big brother at some point. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, Coach Ben likes to call it little brother syndrome, as, he, as you might have heard before. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's always the want to to be able to be as good as your brother, be able to compete with him at the highest level and stuff like that. And so, I mean, he's I mean, he's great. Obviously, we talk every day, you know, we're best friends. So it's just being able to to learn from him, ask him questions, stuff like that. And then also just um, see, you know, that he's been able to do it. So it kind of laid a, the, the path for me to be able to do and stuff like that. So just constantly, you know, just sticking together and always, always knowing that we have each other. How much can you follow his games? I know you're in your own thing. You got classwork, you got your own games, you mm-hmm. got practice schedule, but are you able to, I don't know, do you have the NBA pass or whatever yeah. to, uh, to dig in and watch him play? Yes, I try to I try to catch as many games as I can. Usually they're really late, actually, because they, he's in yeah, LA. Sure. So they're, yeah, they're really late, but um, that's also when I have most of my free time. So. Yeah, it might be better, right? Yeah. It'd be better than, than uh, you know, if he's out with the Knicks and you've got to watch him uh, at 5 o'clock yeah. in the afternoon or something, for sure. Um, what was, was there good competition when you guys were young? Friendly? Did you get in yeah. fist fights? Um, okay, actually, we've never we've never actually like fought before. Yeah. There's been some heated exchanges and vocal altercations and stuff like that, but it's always been so it's been great competition. I think it's helped both of us. So. Yeah, yeah. But you talk every day. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's so that's so cool. Um, has he given you a little taste? Uh, well, you've gone out to visit him, I assume. Mm-hmm. And what 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 what's NBA life like? I mean, has he given you a little flavor of that? Yeah. No. I mean, it's 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 a very very nice life. Obviously, it provides extra motivation for me to to want to get there and stuff like that. So just seeing seeing you know how he's been able to handle it. Um, obviously, as a rookie last year, and then as a as a second year player this year, just seeing how he's been able to handle the change and all that stuff has been really really cool to watch. Yeah, and he's he's playing more, right? I mean, he started some games, mm-hmm. and is he having? I mean, he's he's enjoying the. I mean, he's with LeBron James yeah. and Anthony Davis. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's very very cool to be able to. Um, watch him play with those two and obviously he's been really grateful for all the opportunities and stuff like that so just making the most of whatever he's given has been something he's been trying to focus did on. Did you guys grow up I, I was joking in one of our post game interviews uh, I forget I think the Bulls and the Wolves were playing mm-hmm. I, and, I, and we, I didn't pursue it because we had we wanted to ask you about that game but did you guys grow up Bulls fans in Chicago or, um, did you, or, or how did you what team did you follow? I would say we grew up Bulls fans but we were never like diehard Bulls fans we kind of just watched basketball but obviously that being the hometown team they got a little more attention. Yeah so not now it's all Lakers, right? For you for the moment. <laughs> now we got the Wolves here locally. They're yep. they're 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 doing very good. Playing pretty well too. Good. I mean, there could be the Lakers and Wolves in the postseason. That would be ideal. Right? I actually I actually just talked to him about it uh Sunday night or whatever. I was like, if you could get that to be the playoff series, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that would that would uh, make you could uh, at least uh, watch the games here in Minneapolis. So you would think at that point, um, I, I suppose by that point, the uh, the playoffs go forever. I think they end in like Christmas time. It seems like, but um, <laughs> if, if if it goes long enough, I guess you're into June with with some of those NBA playoff uh, series for sure. Um, with that connection, um, I recall the game up in East Lansing. Um, you got in foul trouble a little bit. Came out. I could tell you were ready to go. You came <laughs> out. I think you hit a bucket right away, and then a couple of weird foul calls as uh-huh. you tend to get. Uh, now that you're on the other side of that, when you were cheering for your brother at Michigan State, you liked all those calls the Spartans were getting there, <laughs> right? When you were hoping they would win, and now you you got the other taste. It's a it's an interesting place to go play up there. Yes, love Coach Izzo, but uh, they they uh, uh, tend to be friendly. Uh, the zebras to him. I won't ask you to comment <laughs> on that. I always watch that. But you get in foul trouble. Uh, the student section, the is zone, uh, great student section, great spirit of the college mm-hmm. game. Um, 
and I, I did get a chuckle, I got to admit, when they were chanting, Max is better, yeah. Max is better. <laughs> so did you take one, did you get a chuckle too? But two, I think then you got maybe the last laugh for at least the regular season here a few weeks later when you were able to to put it on the Spartans at, uh, at your place. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing that chant since high school so I, honestly I expected it and then um, when I started saying it it was it was pretty funny for sure it's just it's it's always cool to be able to to go back up there especially with him playing there so so to play against most of his teammates and and all those guys it was it was really cool and then um, also we were able to to beat them when they came here the second time so that was also that was a lot of fun a lot of fun games to play in so. yeah I noticed too when um Pre-game, you probably weren't even, I think, out there. Coach Izzo came over and he, he hugged your mom and your dad, and obviously they have a great relationship. Um, and and did he did he come and chat with you too? I'm sure you guys have a connection. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we talked a little bit uh, before the game and then obviously after the game too. Yeah. Obviously he's a great coach, great storied coach, so it's always good to be able to talk to him. How meaningful was that game here you guys got? One, it was a huge win, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that is really a, an important win, but two um, – for you to be maybe the star of the game. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, not for me, but mainly for the program. Obviously, um, you know, Minnesota has struggled in the past. You know, with with games like that. So being able to to pull that one out against a program like Michigan State was, I think, it was really cool. And I think it was kind of like a, it's showing that we're trying to get the program in the right direction and stuff like that. So I think that was. I mean, it was really really meaningful game. The Gophers and Ohio State, as we talk today, Wednesday, that will be tomorrow. Talking about the Michigan State win and the split there, and again they. Uh, depending on how the Big Ten tournament seedings and pairings and who wins where and how that goes, it could be uh, a third time against the Spartans at some point. And the good news is that's right here in Minneapolis. A real quick mention for our sponsor, Affinity Plus. It's your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one here near campus on University right in Minneapolis. To learn more and find other ways to connect, here's the webpage. It's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash Go Gophers. They have an award-winning mobile app as well, so check that out. Affinity Plus, Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. And, of course, they are supporting Gopher student-athletes as always. They have a gift card for uh, Cam Christie for appearing here on our podcast. So our thanks to Affinity Plus. Um, speaking along those lines, um, how is – and I, you don't have to get into real great detail, but I did see you have a profile on the Dinkytown Athletes page and open for business, right, for NIL, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously been a uh, great addition. I try not to focus too much on the money or anything like that. Um, I play basketball because I love the game, not because of the money that you get from it and stuff like that. So um, I think it's just a great bonus, just a nice add-on to get paid for doing what you love. Yeah. Have they – you got any shirts created yet? Uh, not yet, we no. we got to get no some of those. we got to get some Cam Christie shirts going <laughs> and see who wants to wear a, a Cam Christie hoodie to one of these uh, games coming up. I mentioned the Big Ten tournament. We were talking about it before we taped. I think one of the things um, – and as it gets geared up, I understand um, – you know, there's other things going, but um, this is a unique opportunity for the Golden Gophers specific because the tournaments have always been in Indianapolis and they have proximity in Indiana, Illinois and Purdue. So th- clearly those fans will will go to those games. And if any of those teams make it to the weekend, then it really yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, it's also been played in New York once and in D.C. once. And they're, you know, just that peripheral there. There, there isn't a lot in Chicago. 
Northwestern is there, but they're not. They're just. They're just not going to fill the United Center, right? With that. <laughs> so this is, I think, the first time in all these years where there's a, literally, what is it, four miles from where we're sitting here on campus yeah. to the arena. So you guys will play Thursday in that tournament, and what a chance for a home court edge, a true home court edge on a Thursday. Again, sometimes if Purdue or Indiana makes it in Indiana or in Indianapolis on a Saturday in the semis, mm-hmm. they will have a lot of fans. Yeah. Thursday, that isn't usually the case. The Gophers can do that. They can put a lot of people. How much, again, there's games to be played, but I just, uh, do you even think about that? Like, yeah, man, we could we could make a run in this tournament. Uh, yeah. And the fans can be a huge part of it. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, obviously, I think we're a really talented team. I think we're able to compete with anybody in the conference, as we've shown. So I think uh, definitely we have the, the capabilities to make a run. I think just being it, having it be right here in our backyard with a bunch of the home fans being able to come, I think it's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun to be able to play in those games. You mentioned you feel good about how you're playing, and so hopefully that confidence continues to grow here in the final six games of the regular season. You got the win against Rutgers on Sunday. Um, we, we asked Ben Johnson about this on his coach's show because, I, I, again, he's not a moral victory guy, so you, you guys had Purdue a chance to win. Mm-hmm. But was there something about being able to be there, be have a shot? With two minutes left, you're right there that – even in a loss, you can take something from that and say, hey, look, we can we can do what we want to do here the rest of the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's definitely a lot of people that definitely didn't think we were going to be able to, to be in that game except for the guys in the locker room. So just to have to go out there and compete with them for a full 40 minutes at their place, which is obviously a really hard place to play at and be able to give them a run for the money. I think it definitely just reinforced our beliefs that like, OK, like, you know, we can really we can really compete with anybody in the country even. So just going out there with that confidence and knowing like, OK, like we we expect to win these games has been very important. How good was Pharrell Sunday? Yes, no, Pharrell, he was <laughs> very good. What was it, 21 and 10, I think? Yeah, it was, 21 right? and 11. Yeah. 11, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a, he, he's a beast. So just every time that he goes out there, he does some wild stuff with his yeah. athleticism. So it's always, it's a, it's a joy to watch. And if he keeps, you know, progressing and the back cooperates, that can be a X factor the rest yes, of this week, yes, right? Yes, for sure. As, as long as Pharrell stays ha- uh, healthy and, um, you know, we, we know that he's going to produce in every single game. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So we, I asked you about your, your brother, uh, and obviously he's in, in the news a lot because he's an NBA player. I want to ask you about your parents and the, your upbringing in the Chicago area and the importance. Uh, you mentioned the family uh, uh, work ethic that has been put in place. I think your your mom's a, a counselor, maybe, and your dad's a pilot, and they were both former college athletes on the basketball court. So take me through the importance of, of what uh, their leadership within the family has meant for you and your brother. Um, it's been it's been really important, obviously, in shaping um, both me and Max's lives. Um, they've been the main figures with both basketball on and off the court and stuff like that. So um, my dad really helped us with basketball. My mom has helped us with a bunch of off the court stuff. So just having having both of them there for us really support us every single step of the way is obviously. I mean, it's been a wouldn't really. It doesn't really get better than that. So, I mean, it's, it's been great. Your dad's originally from Jamaica. Yep. And then his family moved up here to the Midwest. He played at both UW-Superior and Parkside. Um, I think I saw an article that you said that he can still shoot pretty well. Yeah. He's got a good shot. Yes, he can still he can still shoot. I'll give him some credit. He's a decent <laughs> He's a decent shooter. Decent shooter. All right. <laughs> We've been downgraded from good to decent now with, uh, with Max Christie Sr. Um, what— um, 
You mentioned that he helped you guys with basketball. What, what, I mean, did he put you guys through drills and spend time on the driveway or the gym or take, take us through that? Uh, I would say, yes, he's, I mean, he's been our main trainer, I guess you could say. I mean, he's the one that taught us how to play, how to shoot, all that stuff. And he coached both of us all the way up until eighth grade, I believe. So he coached us all the way up until eighth grade. Obviously, you know, he instilled um, his version of basketball into us, and I think it's worked pretty well. And then he's always, obviously, um, even as he stops coaching us, he's always been there. Um, you know, he likes talking about basketball. He likes learning more about it and stuff like that. So just always being able to have a resource in him that, you know, he truly wants the best for us, is, it's been really great. He, um, just in my a couple of observations when they when they have sat up back there, he's just so friendly. People will come up, they wanted pictures with, with uh, <laughs> Max, and uh, which is kind of cool, right? But um, he, he was just so jovial, shaking hands, and and, and so that's got to be fun. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I think he's definitely, uh, he's definitely soaking in. I mean, I think there's nobody wants to see more succeed than his two kids. And so to be able yeah. to see, um, come and watch me play um, in college and then go and watch um, Max play at NBA just with the entire family has been, I mean, it, it's been, you think he's really enjoyed it. Was he, um, as you guys were getting older, was he was he a, was he a hard customer? I mean, was he hard uh, on you guys to be good, or did he have a good mix? Or how would you describe his style there? Um, I would say a mix of both. Um, the the older we got, I think he loosened up a little bit. It was definitely a little rough at some points. Obviously, he still gets on us sometimes for sure, but I think now um, he's gotten to the point where he's just – happy to see us succeed and just really wants us to do well. So your mom, Katrina, was a All-Big Ten player, 1,300 career points, a little yep. over 1,300 career points at Northwestern. Um, but you said that she's more shaped you guys, not in basketball, but other ways. Take us through how, how th- that's worked. Um, obviously, so my dad was very heavy on, on the basketball aspect, and um, you need somebody to, to offset that, and that was my mom. Uh, she's been really helpful with just school. Um, she's a psychologist, so she helps with all that stuff um, whenever we go through stuff like that. So I think it's been really important to have just a, a healthy balance between the two. And for her, she had, um, as she was graduating from Northwestern, the WNBA was just coming into form. She probably had a chance, but I think she decided – I'm just going to mm-hmm. get on with life and not not pursue pro basketball and got a master's degree and yep. as you mentioned. So, does she talk much about her playing career? Um, not not too often. No, I mean we'll we'll bring it up every once in a while, just kind of as a joke. But she uh, she doesn't talk too much about yeah. about her playing career. Sounds like because of her uh, position, though, she's helping not just her two kids, but. Uh, people all yes, over the place, yep, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So, how proud of how proud are you about that? Uh, very proud, obviously, just to have somebody like that in your life and know that they go and help out um, other people that they barely know or and stuff like that. Is I mean, it's I think it's uh, also a testament to who she is and also what she's instilled in in her kids. Just you know, always being nice and trying to help everybody out whenever they need it. Um, do you know uh, your area of study yet? Uh, I'm also going to go into psychology, I believe. So, so a little influence yeah. from your mom, yeah. then, yeah. yeah. And so, how has that mix been as a freshman? You got basketball practice, travel, time management. And, hey, oh, by the way, here are the classes. Yeah, uh, you know, you're actually a college student here. So, mm-hmm. how has that been part of the transition? Uh, it was definitely stressful at first, having to to navigate through the five different aspects of life. But I think as the years gone on, I've gotten I've gotten used to it. I've got a, a little schedule down. Obviously, it still gets um, a little stressful and annoying. So Sometimes, but I just know I have to have to get it done. So yeah, there you go. Um, what do you do 
when you, I know there's not probably a lot of free time, but what's your, what, what do you enjoy when you do get some time to yourself and just to unwind and not have to maybe worry about watching film or what mm-hmm. was practice like today? Um, I would say I love playing video games um, with my teammates and then also watching movies and TV shows with my teammates is what I probably do most often in my free time. What uh, Do you have a bunch of video games or is it usually one? What, what, what do you got? Now, if you went to your, are you in a dorm or apartment or whatever, yeah. would you, uh, what, what, what's the first video game you punch up? Uh, so we, I kind of rotate between like whatever I'm feeling. Recently, it's been um, Call of Duty with a few of my teammates. So we've been playing that, I'm sure, within the next two weeks or so or a month it'll change but yeah. it's just kind of having a, a healthy rotation so you never get bored <laughs> who is the uh, and uh, you can win or lose there right? yeah. you po- yeah. score points in yeah, certain yeah. ways I'm not a big video game guy <laughs> one I'd be terrible at it and two I you know, don't have a lot of time but who's are you the best or who, who, yeah. who yeah? Um, yeah so who you, who you killing uh, you know figuratively obviously here uh, usually um, okay so most of the time um, teammates I've been playing with Jackson Purcell and Kaden Betts some other teammates um, recently but I would say out of those three, they would all agree if they hear this, I'm, I'm the best. You're the yeah. best. Yeah. All right. Very good. <laughs> got to get that clear, right? Um, you mentioned movies. What uh, what what uh, do you like? The classics? More recent? You, you float around? Um, I kind of float around. I try to keep a, a different different genres coming in. Um, last one I watched, I watched with, watched with Jackson and Caden as well. I think it was Fight Club we watched recently. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to get them to watch uh, Blade Runner 2049 next. So are so those just, are those remakes of movies or are they old movies? No, nah, Fight Club is. I think it came out in 1999 yeah. or something yeah, like that. That's what yeah, I was thinking. Is I yeah, know yeah. they were like when I was not. I was older than you are now, but <laughs> younger, younger than now. I remember those movies, but I didn't mm-hmm. know because now they make, remake everything. So yeah. I didn't know if it was new or you're you are watching some classics. Yeah, yeah try yeah. to try to. Oh, uh, we watched Whiplash uh, the other day. I think it was that was 20. 14 or something yeah. like that. So yeah, long ago. To, nine yeah, years, not, not too long ago, but yeah, just try to get very, very All rotation. those years ago. If you were to put your uh, headphones on and click up your rotation, what kind of music is going to pop up? Um, mostly rap, I would say, uh, from guys like J. Cole is my favorite, uh, Drake's on there, um, some Gunna, stuff like that. So yeah. Those are, yeah. I have turned into, you know, the commercial that says you turn into your parents that's what i have done now because the music that plays in the pregame i'm sure is music mm. that you guys like yeah and it just sounds like the same song <laughs> to me because i'm old yeah. and i remember when i would listen to music when i was your age guess what my dad would say that stuff all sounds alike yep. and i'm yeah, like i have now, now officially become an old man wow yeah, for sure but <laughs> anyway that that that's what happens someday you'll say that guy was right i'm now 50 and he was right it would, uh, you turn into your parents which isn't a bad thing no it's that's, not that's fine it's not. All right. Hey, uh, so excited to have you on. It was awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, and we're looking forward to watching you against the Buckeyes with your teammates tomorrow night. Yes. Thank you for having me on here. I really appreciate it. My thanks to Gopher basketball player Cam Christie. What an impressive young man. The future sky high for one of the top freshmen in the country. I hope you enjoyed hearing from him as much as I enjoyed chatting with him. Episode 109 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a company, visit Sun sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned, full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. And again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and right now, click that subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link to this podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. We'll talk again next week. We'll